new IRS audit data 2022 for your IRA 401k. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. On today's podcast, we're going to go through recent IRS audit data for the 2022 filing, which was based off the 21 taxable year. And we got some updated data so we can then play around and see how the IRS has changed in any way in terms of audit risks for 401ks, um, individuals, businesses, things like that. But I will focus on the solo 401k and the IRA world. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for the last couple of years, you know I do this every year. The data always comes out around mid-April for the prior year. And if you've been listening, you know that the IRS does not provide any IRA data. So I know I put self-directed IRA or IRA in the topic, but that was just to get your interest. The answer is there is new zero new IRS audit data for self-directed IRAs or IRAs or Roths or SEPs or SIMPLES. Why? Because they don't provide it. IRAs do not have their own tax return. Form 5498 is filed by the IRA custodian, not you. And since IRAs are generally not hot topic uh, tax uh, areas, it doesn't generate enough revenue to, to make a difference. They don't even focus on it. There's no specific IRA department. It's not part of tax exempt, uh, like 401ks are. So they don't provide any statistics. Uh, generally, IRAs do get audited uh, through your individual return. That's why most cases, when there is an IRA audit, it's based off folks that are over RMDH, which is now 73. Why? Because you have to start reporting the IRA RMD on your tax return, which if your tax return gets audited, you know, provide some extra incentive for the agent. But otherwise, there's, there's really no mechanism for the IRS to, to audit an IRA um, other than, again, just going through an individual transaction, um, whether it's on a tax return or partnership return or, or, or something like that. Generally, they don't go through the IRA custodians. I mean, I've been in this business 14 years. <clears throat> they don't issue summonses to the custodian saying, hey, turn over all your client data. That's not how they go about doing it, like they would for um, tax evasion, international tax, things like that. Um, for the IRAs, it's just not a, a big area of concern because let's be honest, um, you know, 90 plus percent of IRAs are invested in traditional investments uh, like stocks, ETFs, um, 10% in alts. Out of that 10%, let's say, you know, 1% are up to no good. Uh, you know, go catch them, number one. Number two, you know, what are you going to get? Um, there's a three-year statute of limitation on top of that. And plus, from a policy standpoint, no matter what you think about the IRS, they really aren't in the business of blowing up people's retirement accounts. So uh, we put it all together. It's just not a hot area uh, at all. So let's get into the data right now. As for 22, again, off the 21 year, the IRS collected more than 4.9 trillion in gross taxes, uh, more than 262.8 million tax returns and other forms were filed. Um, they issued 641 billion in tax refunds. In uh, nearly 58.2 million taxpayers were assisted or, or by calling or visiting an IRS office. IRSGov received nearly 1.1 billion visits and taxpayer downloads, almost 453.9 million files. <laughs> um, individual income tax withheld and tax payments combined total, total more than $2.8 trillion. 
IRS also collected nearly $475 billion in income taxes before refunds. Nearly $213 million out of the $262 million forms were electronically filed, representing close to 81%. Individual tax returns, 93.8% were filed electronically. IRS issued more than 237.8 million refunds, counting to about $510 billion. And more than 29 million tax refunds included refundable tax credits. So now um, let's go into some audit data. I thought this was interesting uh, for 2022. So we'll start with um, 401ks. 1,000 5500s were audited. That's it, 1,000, okay? They don't tell you how many were filed. Uh, but although we have an idea that there's about 35 million um, tax exempt returns, including 990s, 5500s, and related, but only 1,051 were audited. Uh, defined benefit 179, and defined contribution 872. Okay, form 5500EZs out of the 1,061. Total form 5,500 EZs, only 190 the whole country were audited. And only out of the 190, only 112 solo 401ks for 401ks were audited. The rest, the 78, were for defined benefit plans. So if you have a solo 401k, the number is 112. Okay. And out of 35 million, you know, out of 262 million tax returns and like 35 million non 1040s non-grantor trust, non-partnerships, non-corporate returns. Um, and again, no one knows exactly how many 5,500 EZs were filed. Uh, you would have to think probably millions um, or less close to it. Only 112 were audited. Yes, that's it. 112 in the whole United States. So the chance of audit is super low. And again, why most people are, are buying stocks, equities, ETFs, uh, mutual funds, even the folks doing alternatives, you know, 99% of those people are not breaking the rules, right? And the IRS knows this based off you know, historical data under audit. So they just will obviously allocate less resources to areas where they're not going to collect money, just bottom line. So I, I think that's obviously very comforting. I know I have a lot of solo K clients and everyone's worried about the IRS, right? Everyone hears $80 billion of additional funding. Oh my God, 30,000 new employees. Um, they're going to come after me uh, anytime I, I open the door. It could be an IRS agent, you know, showing me their badge, uh, pointing a gun at me and saying, come with me. That's not going to happen, especially for solo plans and more, and more specifically for IRAs and self-directed IRAs. But again, 112, that's the number. Only 112 solo 401k filing the 5,500 EZs were audited. Now, if you don't file a 5,500 EZ because you have less than 250,000 bucks, it's hard to tell what the audit rates are, but the chance of them auditing you are pretty much zero. Why? Because you're not even filing a return, so they don't even know you exist. Um, yes, they can see it on your return when you take a deduction, but um, that would probably be the only way where they audit your return and then kind of ask about the deductions, make sure you have a plan. I've been through a number of these audits over the years, and I can tell you they're mostly letter writing campaigns. They essentially just want to make sure you actually have a plan because there are folks out there taking deductions uh, for 401k contributions they don't make. Yeah, there's there's some uh, naughty people out there. So the IRS just wants to make sure that, hey, you have a plan, it's valid. So they'll ask for plan docs and ask for the opinion letter. And we handle that, help the client through it, and I've never had an issue. Uh, in my 
21 years practicing tax law, my 14 years specifically in the retirement industry, I've not seen an issue in the solo K uh, world uh, based off audit uh, since generally they're just focused on making sure the plan uh, exists. Um, let's talk about 990Ts, right? Let's go into the UBIT world. So there were 1,400 um, tax returns that were audited um, involving tax exempts. Now, from the 990Ts, just 668 returns were audited. And 990Ts include charities, 501c3s, and obviously IRAs. Now, they don't break it down, the 668, how many were IRAs, 401ks, versus you know just your run-of-the-mill little charity. So <clears throat> it's obviously a big number. There's millions and millions of 990Ts filed for unrelated business taxable income. Just 668 were audited. Um, yes, that number is bigger than solo case, but still a relatively you know, small number. Um, just some stats I, I was able to recover. Uh, here, over 46,000 tax-exempt orgs filed 990Ts. Okay, so about 668 were audited. Over half of the organizations that required were required to file the 990T did not report unrelated business taxable income once they were able to subtract deductions. So interesting enough, people are filing it just to lock in their losses and deductions. They actually didn't owe taxes, more than half of them. Charitable orgs exempt under 501c3 were the most common 990T. So that's an important fact, right? 46,000 tax exempt orgs. They're telling us that more than 23,000, more than half were 501c3. So we can assume less than half are IRAs 401ks, probably I'd say less than 20%. <laughs> um, and out of the 660 that were audited, you know, we can assume 20% or so, maybe 120, 150 were audited uh, relating to IRAs and 401ks, but still um, no, no real way of uh, finding out. Um, so there are just some interesting statistics. Um, let's compare 22 to 21. I like doing that. So again, um, EZs audited. Um, we're looking at total 5,500 EZs audited, 190. And I said 112 were for solo plans. 21, um, only 90 total were audited, audited and only 60 um, solo case were audited. So they actually doubled their audit rate, um, still super small. So in 2021, they only audited 90 solo 401k, 5,500 EZs. Um, out of the 90, 60 were 401ks and 30 were defined benefit. Now, total 5,500 audited in 2021 were 1,173. And in 2022, it was actually 1,051. So what happened is they audited more 5,500s in total, but and audited more solos in 22 than 21, but audited less regular 401ks in 22 than 21. Why? They probably just didn't have the resources. So it's easier to audit a solo plan than a regular 401k with, you know, 10 or 100 employees. So that's uh, an interesting statistic is they audited more plans in 21, but audited less um, solos. I'm sorry, they audited more plans in 22, right? They audited, sorry, they audited only 1,051 in 22. In 21, they audited um, 1,173, but they audited in 21, just 60 solo plans. And in 
22, 112 solar plants, even though they audited less, 5,500s overall. So basically they, they doubled their solo Ks because they probably didn't have the resources and expertise to audit larger 401Ks. 990Ts, I mentioned in 2022, 668, and 2021, 748. So they actually audited less 990Ts in 22 than 21. Um, so again, from IRA standpoint, we have no info. Okay, we, we don't know um, because they don't provide any information regarding um, IRAs at all. Um, so again, uh, take it for what it is. Um, I don't want to focus so much on, on individual uh, numbers. Um, I'll go through some in a minute, just some interesting stuff uh, I, I you know, discovered that I thought you guys may be interested in. Um, just overall rate. So if you look at 20... 20. The last uh, statistics that break down individual returns is for the 19 year and um, 207 uh, million returns, uh, individual returns 164 million. And you look at the audited, um, the audited um, approximately, um, now this is the total breakdown. The audits in process um, are out of the two, uh, the 207 million, but 103,000. And most of those were income from, if you look at it, um, the interesting thing is 25,000 to 50,000, 47,000 audits. So no matter what, and maybe this will change going forward, but you know, President Biden has been very clear that no one over $104,000 earns over $400,000. We'll see an income audit, an increase in audit risk. Well, what they're doing now is most of the in-process audits are actually um, surrounding um, you know, low-income earners. Um, so if you look at um, 70, 17, so between 25,000 and 100,000 out of the 103,000, there's about 42% uh, of the audits are between people that make 25 and 100K. Okay. And then after that, the biggest number is 100 to 200. Once you go above 500, it's the smallest number of audits. Now, obviously, it's the smallest amount of returns, but the percentages are, are reflect that. So 2.4% of all returns over $10 million get audited, whereas 0.1 for 50 to 75,000. But since there's so many returns, the numbers are bigger. So what President Biden has said is from a proportional standpoint, folks making under 400K are not gonna see a proportional increase. We'll see, I don't know. I mean, the, the numbers only can go up 0.1%. I mean, <laughs> how do you go below that? Uh, maybe they stay the same. Uh, it's gonna be hard to keep them the same. Um, now, this is interesting. Out of the hundred or so thousand returns audited in process, uh, about 55,000, half of them examined had no change, meaning that there was no assessment. Okay, so, and this is um, largest, obviously, on the folks making, you know, zero to 100K. So they're auditing a lot of folks that are, you know, low to middle class. And what we're seeing is they're actually not getting anything from them. There's no change, but they're harassing them. 
right? Because anyone that's been through an audit, and I've been through the, an individual audit, it's stressful. Um, even if you're not dealing with an IRS agent directly, you're just dealing with the, the mail every freaking week and they don't get your letter and you can't get anyone on the phone. And then they're sending you a letter before you were able to respond and the letters get crossed in the mail. It's super stressful. I, I, I know, I, I lived through it. So what we're seeing is 55% or so of the audits and process are ending with no change. And most of those audits are involving folks that make you know under 100K, um, which is crazy. So the problem is that, is that you know, they claim they're not targeting folks that make under, 100, under 400K at a higher rate, but the folks that make under 400K, all of us, we don't have the resources to fight this stuff. Uh, we're busy just trying to earn a living, take care of our families, and we get scared, right? If you're a you know a sophisticated you know banker, lawyer, accountant, uh, entrepreneur, have millions of dollars in income, you have resources to go hire accountants, lawyers to fight this stuff. You make an 80k, 60k, 100k, like you don't, you cave. So if the IRS says you owe a thousand bucks or 600 bucks or 300 bucks, you don't have the ability to fight it. You just say you send them a check and you move on. And that's what they're doing. They're go after, going after low-hanging fruit, even though the numbers are clear, 55% are ending with no change. And most of these numbers are in folks making 100K. <laughs> it's tough. Um, now, when you look at 1.7 million returns recommended for additional tax, guess where the biggest numbers are? One to 25K, 25K to 50K. So. You can look at it two ways. Either they're going after the low-hanging fruit, people are, earn, are reporting less income, that's why they have less income, and they're finding emissions, or they're just hitting these people up for minor infractions, right? We don't know out of the recommended additional tax, we don't know if that's 20 bucks or 100K, right? It could be $20. So the, the largest numbers, and I understand the largest number of returns filed are for people that make a dollar to um, 200K. That is pretty much 80% of the returns. Okay, so I get that's where the focus of the audited because that's where the returns are and that's where a portion of the amount of money is. But it's also where a lot of the low income earners are, where the folks that just don't have the resources to fight IRS audit. So that's been my big issue with. with um, the IRS is, um, I understand a lot of returns are filed in that groupings of people that make a dollar to 100K, but they need to be a little more, more sensible. Yes, the percentages are low, 25 to 50K. The um, you know, in-process audit rate is 0.4%, 0.2%, 0.3% respectively. So I get it, it's not like the numbers are super high, but if you make 5 million to 10 million, the, the number is 0.7%. So, you know, it's not that much lower and I get it. They can't go below zero, right? So maybe they're not auditing wealthy people enough, but the, the, the focus is still on taxpayers that make a dollar to hundred K and that's where they're getting most of the collections. And that's also where they're getting most of the note changes. Um, how does that impact us? You know, it's just numbers to be aware of, right? This is the way it is. President Biden can say, you know, what he wants. The bottom line is, Taxpayers that make under 400K are still receiving the focus on audits. Will the percentage go higher? Uh, I think they have to. I don't see how they can. You're, you're at 0.1, 0.2, So you put 30,000 extra IRS agents, I, I think it's going to be a hard promise to keep. 
Uh, yes, those IRS agents are not going to be hired today. It takes time to train these people, especially on sophisticated returns. So guess where those agents are going to start? On the simple returns, right? The people that are making less than 100K, maybe people abusing deductions, people abusing business deductions, people abusing the earned income credit. And, and that's what's going on. They're just going after the low-hanging fruit because it's much, much more difficult to go after a sophisticated business return. Even though there's more money to gather and collect, it's a lot more difficult process. And it's a lot more difficult to train these agents to actually target you know, transfer pricing, uh, subpart F, international tax, seller depreciation. I mean, complicated stuff that businesses are dealing with. You're not going to just be able to hire someone off the street and tell them, go audit that type of return. They're going to start them off the easy 1040s, which is where the most of Americans are, are at and what, why I believe audit rates are going to go up for, for all of us, not just the folks making over 400K. So let me just recap and get back to the solo K. Remember, IRAs, the good news is, you know, the IRA investors, we're still on the sidelines. We're basically removed from, from these um, audit data, which is good. Why? We're, we're not a target. We're not a problem. And that's great. No matter what people say about self-directed IRAs, oh, it's so risky. If the IRS felt, and I can promise you this, okay, I have a lot of friends that work for the IRS out of law school. If the IRS felt that there was cheating and money to get in the IRA world, guess what? They would just put agents and audit IRAs. It's very easy. They're not stupid. They know where the cheats are. Historically, the IRS didn't open for business yesterday. They've been doing this for 100 plus years. They know where the cheats are. And the cheats are not in the IRA world. And clearly also not in the solo 401k world where just 112 um, returns were, were um, audited in the whole United States. They know where it is. It's unfortunately... You know, taxpayers that um, are, whether they're abusing deductions or income credit, it's it's really focused on whether most of the returns are people making between a dollar and a hundred K. Um, since those are where most of the returns are, it's where most of the audit uh, data is. And at the same time, that's where a lot of the no change um, are as well, which means that the IRS do not always win. So if you do get inundated with IRS uh and letter writing campaigns and asking you uh, and suggesting you a tax, it doesn't mean you do, okay? Now I know sometimes we don't all don't have the capacity to fight and pay uh, an account or an attorney to help, but it may be worth an inquiry. It may be worth a call to the IRS or just requesting more information because just because someone accuses you of owing tax, it doesn't mean it's true. Uh, I've dealt with this personally um, for um, a number of, um, you know, businesses and individual return. And, and guess what? I, I, it was stressful. It took over a year, but I didn't know anything because I was able to show my, my deductions and, and what I reported was accurate. Um, and, and the IRS backed off. They were fine. They just requested information and said, well, based on our records, you know, send us this amount of money. I was like, no, I'm not sending you the money. I don't owe it. Uh, but I easily could have just sent them a check and they would have accepted it gladly. So that's the tug of or, I mean, is it worth it? Is it not? It's a cost-based analysis, right? Risk analysis. They say you owe 80 bucks. It's not worth fighting, right? 20 bucks, not worth fighting. 6,000 bucks may not be worth fighting depending on your, your tax financial situation. And you may not be able to fight because you may not be able to hire an account or a lawyer to fight and help you fight. So the good news is if you are a self-directed IRA, a solo 401k, investor, uh, saver, you're good to go. There's zero, uh, pretty, not zero, but tiny, tiny risk. 
Um, if you're following a 990T, the interesting thing is more than 50% of the returns are folks not owing any money, right? Just, just locking in deductions and losses, which is also a good thing. Um, and the, the audit rate is, is still super low. It's you know, 640,000. Um, so uh, some interesting data to chew on. There's more on the IRS website. Uh, there's like 25 downloads. I, I went through everything spent the last couple of days going through it. I tried to focus on what's the most important, um, but um, you know, there, there could be other stuff that's relevant to, to your business, like corporate or partnership uh, return uh, audit data, which I just, I just didn't get into. So hope you guys enjoyed today's Adam Talks. Uh, it's a fun one. I do this every year um, and it's just nice to kind of compare it to past years, see the trends. Um, kind of hold hold the government accountable like we'll see president biden said people that make less than 400k are not going to see increased audit risk like we'll see the data is going to be here let's see what happens next year right now we see that audit audit rates are you know i won't say trickling up but they're definitely not going down for the low income earners the middle class uh, i get it that's where most of the returns are uh, being filed but um doesn't mean you have to audit the most. Um, they claim they want to go after more folks that earn uh, more than 400K, but the numbers um, are still not showing it. They're still at a historical low of under two and a half percent audit for folks that are high net worth, whereas that number, you know, 10 years ago used to be over 7%. Now they claim that just they don't have the staff, the, the expertise, it may be right. So the problem is they're just getting people off the street, don't have enough time to train them, uh, whether there's turnover or, or the like, and they're just hounding the easy, uh, low-hanging fruit, the easy returns, which is a problem for everyone. So we'll see how this shakes out, but you know that's what I want to do, keep, keep the government accountable. I get what they need to do. They need to make sure people pay their taxes. The only way to do that is to have fear of enforcement. I get it. Um, but, you know, again, just throwing these numbers at you. Um, People that made a um, dollar to twenty-five thousand was the highest number of returns filed, forty-nine million. Um, there is the highest number of audits in process. Okay, seventeen thousand. Is that fair? I mean, do we really need to be auditing people that make under twenty-five k? Now they may say, yeah, there could be, you know, billionaire real estate developers that pay five dollars, five dollars in tax. Okay, we'll see. There's an easy way to find out, right? You can tell by the type of 1040 and, and the attachments, uh, how sophisticated the return is. Um, but, um, you yeah, know, it's interesting. Um, sorry, that number, it's hard to read. It's 20, um, yeah, 1 to 25,000. They got 17,000 um, returns audited and processed. Actually, when there's no income reported 8,000 in process. So I get it, right? You want to make sure that the deductions are, are legit and people are, are, are not, um, you know, skimping on taxes, but the numbers are clear. Like literally, um, you know, most of these audits are for people making under hundred K. That is it for today. Sorry, I kind of, uh, you know, went on a tangent, but uh, I love this stuff. The data is super interesting. You can check it out on the IRS website. Just Google 22 IRS audit data. You're not going to see anything for IRAs, as I mentioned, but you can find some stuff on solo Ks. It's, um, I'll just give you the table so you have it. Um, it's table 21, okay? And you can check it out and, um, you know, just see for yourself 
uh, the return and, and the big number is 112, right? Out of um, solo, out of the 4,500 EZs, 190 were audited, only 112 for 401k plans. Okay, so 112 in the whole United States. So no, no data on IRAs and uh, that's it. That's what we got to live with. So appreciate you guys um, spending some time with me today. Fun, fun episode. If you're watching on YouTube, appreciate it as well. Have a great day and uh, come back next week. Every Wednesday, Adam talks uh, and uh, see everyone again next week. Take care. Have a great day.